You're listening to a Soulfire Productions podcast. Welcome to Wellness Realness, where we get very real about all things health and wellness, physical, mental, financial, and spiritual. I'm your host, Christina Rice, a nutritional therapy practitioner and energy healer turned holistic business coach for ambitious entrepreneurs. And I'm here to help you up-level every aspect of your life. Remember my disclaimer, the information in this podcast is general health and nutrition advice and not a replacement for medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. You can find an endless amount of content from me and join my online membership at christinaricewellness.com. And if you want exclusive behind-the-scenes content and my most unfiltered self, DM a screenshot of your iTunes rating and review to Wellness Realness Crew on Instagram and request to follow my super secret account. You can also join the Wellness Realness Podcast Tribe Facebook group to hang out with other listeners in the crew. Get ready for some wellness realness. Today's podcast is spicy, fiery, high vibe, all the good things. I am chatting with the one and only Monica Yates. And if you don't already know Monica, well, she is a type eight on the Enneagram like me. And we have a lot of fire sign energy between the two of us, which is what makes this episode extra fiery. I love it. Monica is a period expert, a human brain expert. She is the host of the Feminine As Fuck podcast, and she is all about doing the deep work to step into your feminine energy and let go of toxic masculine culture. And she works with science, energy, and the body, talks all about all things intuition and manifestation, and is all about helping women get into alignment. If you don't already follow her on social media, head on over to Monica Yates Health and you can find her there. And you can also find all of her content and programs at monicayates.com.au. I just love how she is so unapologetically herself and calls all the bullshit out. And in this episode, we talk all about fixing your period, stepping into your feminine energy, growing your intuition, and how embracing your feminine energy helps you manifest and make more money. A lot of juicy, juicy content in this episode and a lot of her principles and much of what we discuss overlaps with a lot of the guiding principles in the brain rewiring certification program that my friend Rachel Barber and I have created. So if you want to become a brain rewiring certified coach or if you are a coach and want to add that to your toolkit, anyone can join. This can be the only coaching certification you ever get and honestly is probably the only one you ever need. But in this six-month certification program, we teach you how to rewire your own brain for abundance so you can attract in more clients, more money, and pretty much anything else you have your (laughs) sights set on. And then from there, we will teach you how to use brain rewiring with your own niche in your own practice so that you can teach your own clients brain rewiring so that they can get Whatever result thereafter, brain rewiring can help with weight loss. It can help with healing from chronic illness. You can check out all of Rachel's incredible testimonials on her page at The Rachel Barber. It can help you attract in money. It can help you attract in your ideal partner. So pretty much whatever type of coach you are, brain rewiring can change the game for you and get your clients unreal results. 
and then we teach you how to be an effective coach. Most coaching certifications don't actually teach you how to coach. They don't teach you application and what it's like to coach and work with people. And we teach you business and marketing strategies that actually work, the same strategies that Rachel and I have used to create six-figure months. The program includes weekly audio and video lectures, as well as weekly Q&A calls, Slack support in between, bonus interviews with incredible guests, monthly energy work, so that will alternate between breathwork and Reiki, and you will be pitched to a podcast to get you extra media exposure. There are limited spaces available. We are over halfway full, and if you've ever wanted to be mentored by me and or Rachel directly, this is your opportunity. Enrollment is open now. It closes July 13th, 2020, and the program begins July 15th, 2020. So if you are ready to uplevel your business and break through all of the limiting beliefs around building a six or seven figure business and help your clients get incredible results, then this is your chance. Head to brainrewiringcoach.com to get all the information and to apply before spots fill up. Again, that's brainrewiringcoach.com. That's my main update. In the meantime, I'm so excited for you to listen to this conversation with Monica. So let's hop into the interview. We all know how picky I am when it comes to what I consume, what I put in my body. And that's why Ned Full Spectrum Hemp Oil is the only form of CBD I consume. And people ask me all the time if I recommend CBD and if so, what's my favorite? And always, always Ned. Ned isn't just CBD. It is a full spectrum hemp oil. And what this means is that it contains not only the CBD but also all of the other active cannabinoids in addition to the cannabidiol. So that includes compounds like CBG, CBC, CBDA, CBGA, and those lovely smelling hemp terpenes. And this is where a lot of other companies miss the mark because it's really the entourage effect of the full range of phytocannabinoids that gives hemp its true healing powers. So if you've tried CBD before and didn't really notice any benefits and or just didn't feel like it was that strong, definitely try out Ned because it is real deal and you will feel the benefits. Ned's full spectrum hemp oil is amazing to help relieve any anxiety, depression, PTSD. It's an amazing anti-inflammatory and just great to have as a natural pain reliever. It's a rich source of antioxidants and really, really helps with sleep. So if you struggle with insomnia, winding down in the evening, CBD can be incredible. And I struggled with inflammation for a long time. And I definitely notice a difference if I'm not taking my Ned full spectrum hemp oil every day. It helps a lot with any joint pain, any inflammation from my autoimmune diseases. So I cannot recommend this enough. And it has helped so many of my friends and clients with their sleep, their anxiety, their inflammation, and any chronic pain. The only ingredients are the CBD and the full range of phytocannabinoids, as well as non-GMO MCT oil. So there are no flavors or fillers like a lot of other companies out there. And Ned only extracts from the hemp flowers, otherwise known as the buds, not the stalks and seeds of the plant like other companies. And they only use a very gentle and slow ethanol-based extraction method, which is done at room temperature. So no high heat, no high pressure, which can compromise the cannabinoid content. If you didn't know, most CBD products out there on the market don't even contain any CBD at all. And if they do, it's definitely not the amount they claim on the label. There have been studies on this, so quality is everything. 
And Ned has a full range of products that are incredible, especially their natural cycle collection. If you are a woman who is looking to regulate her period, whether that be regulating just your hormones in general, making your periods easier, or getting your cycle back, I can't recommend Ned's natural cycle collection enough. I had lost my period for four years, and when I got it back, this helped me regulate it pretty much instantly. So if you want to get your hands on some real full-spectrum hemp oil, then you need Ned. Just go to helloned.com, and you can find all their products, their full-spectrum hemp oil, their natural cycle collection, their hemp-infused body butter, and their hemp-infused lip balms. And at checkout, just go ahead and use my code wellness, W-E-L-L-N-E-S-S, for 15% off. They also have a limited release immunity blend that I highly recommend during these times to just naturally support your immunity. So that's something else you can check out as well. Again, you can find all the products at helloned.com and use that code wellness, W-E-L-L-N-E-S-S for 15% off. And when you get your order in the mail, make sure you take a picture, post it to your stories and tag me so we can see what you got. Monica, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. I'm so excited to have you here. I'm excited to be here. Thank you, Christina. Well, we have so much to chat about. I have um, been pouring over your content and I love your fiery, spicy personality. And like I was telling you before, I'm surprised we're not we're not like already besties because we're so similar. Um, I want to learn more about like how you got into this space. So take me back and tell me a little bit how you got into it. Okay. I'm going to do long story short. Otherwise we'll be here for the whole hour. Okay. So long story short, like classic case, hated being a woman, thought that like we got the wrong end of the stick. Men were had it easier. Women had it harder. Um, had the worst fucking periods. Hated having my period. I just thought being a woman was like, you know, like God made a mistake or whatever. Um, hated having periods and I had the worst periods ever. They were so heavy. I would like sit on the toilet and it would just like pee out of me. Basically I had to wear like maternity pads and tampons at the same time. Like it was not a vibe. Um, anyway, so they were my periods for ages. And then I eventually went on the pill because I was like, well, you know, doctors say that's going to fix the issue and you believe your doctors. So I went on the pill and that fucked my hormones more. Um, but it just like, I was whatever I didn't, I was able to control my period. My periods went heavy as heavy and I wasn't going to get pregnant so I could go sleep around. So I was like, sweet, this is great. Don't have to deal with the fucking cycle anymore. So was on the, on the pill for ages, did my U12 binge drinking phase. Then I was on my gap year and that was actually, I will say it was, it was definitely helpful being on the pill when you, I, I became a ski instructor. So like kind of helpful to be able to like skip periods when you're on like a three day ski trip and you're just like, I don't want to be bleeding right now. Uh, a little bit helpful. Anyway, so then I was on the pill then and then I ended up, stop, I stopped getting the drug bleed because it's not actually a period. As you would know, it's a drug induced bleed. So I stopped getting that um, even when I was on the pill. And so I was like, okay, something is wrong. Oh no, before that, I was getting my quote unquote period every two weeks. The doctor was like, oh, let's just put you on a higher dose, like as you do. So I went on a higher dose and then I stopped getting my period altogether. Initially, I was like, this is fabulous no fucking bleeding at all. Then I, after a while, no, then I broke up with my boyfriend. So I was like, well, I'm just going to go off it for a little bit because I stopped getting the bleeds for a while. And I was like, there's something wrong here. So I started, I went off the pill and then I kept not bleeding. So I then didn't get my period back for 18 months. Initially, again, I was like, this is fantastic. No period. Holly fucking Luya. And mom was like concerned, but not too concerned and then after like the five month mark, she was like, oh, I'm kind of concerned now. And I was like, no, nah, no, nah, it's great. It's great. And I just kept 
not not giving a fuck. Mm-hmm. And then I think it got to like the six or seven month mark where she was like, you need to see a naturopath. So I went to her see a naturopath and basically we did blood tests and my body was like no progesterone, no estrogens. My body was like breaking down. It was like going the opposite. So I was like literally like about to go into menopause. Um, and so, and at this point as well, um, I was eating a fuck ton of food, but it wasn't going anywhere because my body was like breaking down. It wasn't holding any fat. It wasn't producing any estrogen. So I started to get so skinny, but I wasn't trying to, like I was eating a fuck ton. And so went through all of that. And then, um, I got a new boyfriend and he was super into the feminine and masculine stuff. And I got my period back about a month into seeing him, maybe two months into seeing him. Yeah. Right around about that. And, um, and I've always thought, I did a podcast episode on this. I actually reckon he has something to do with it. He said to me one time, I can tell that your hormones are coming back because you taste different. And I was like, oh, so he was able, he was like super into all this stuff. He was like, we had like, you know, like the flow app the, the, from Alyssa Vitti, yeah. and like put your partner in there. So like yeah. he was in there and he did all the emails. He was obsessed with it anyway. And so I eventually got my period back and, um, then I had, I had it for like three cycles and then I had a, another, I had a ski accident mm-hmm. and then my ski accident, the stress from that also period for another six months. So when I first was trying to get my period back, I started talking about periods and whatnot on my Instagram because I already was doing like healthy food recipes. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was getting a lot of traction with it and a lot of people were really interested and it just kind of organically grew. And then, and then I started to get more into feminine energy stuff a little bit. And then I had my ski accident and that really ramped up the feminine energy like slowing down because that was my massive sign from the universe of like stop slow the fuck down because I used to be so masculine so pushy so hustle like striving for this you know man's idea of success I thought that would get me like validation and whatever um and yeah then I had my ski accident and that really got me into my feminine and what I was kind of noticing when I was coaching clients with period issues to get their period backs and a period back or to fix their hormones or whatever was a lot of them had like a bad relationship with their feminine and, and it got like quite strong and it, and it was the same obviously with me. So now what I do, and it's just a kind of progress over time. So basically now what I do is like massive connection between subconscious brain and your cycle, your period, obviously massive nutrition aspect to it. Like what are you eating? What are you not eating? Supplements, X, Y, and Z. Um, how's your liver functioning, all that jazz. And what's your subconscious communicating to your ovaries? Cause that's how your cycle works. Because if it's communicating, like I hate being a woman or fear around your cycle, or you've mm-hmm. got fear every time you're about to get your period because you're like, Oh my God, it's going to be painful or I hate my period. Mm-hmm. Like how the fuck do you think it's going to come? Probably pretty shit. So, and I've kind of seen it time and time again with my clients. I've just, Oh, I've had like situations where women have lost their period for five years. Every doctor is like, I don't fucking know. And then they'll do like one call from one of my programs around like the feminine healing and they get their period back after five years. And it happens fucking frequently. And it still blows my mind every time. I'm like, how? Like, well, women will get their periods like mid call or mid like throat chakra clearing. They'll get their period. And I'm like, this is fucking insane. Mm -hmm. And it just kind of happens again and again. So I've seen the correlation a lot of like a lot now. And so now that's kind of my focus and a lot of stuff with like trauma healing inner child stuff, um, all that jazz I do as well. Cause I love all that. Like, like trauma stuff is my fucking jam. I love it. Um, and that's kind of what I do. No. Okay. I love that. I have so many questions and it's interesting okay. because I, I kind of reached the same conclusion in a different way. So like I, so my period was, mis- was missing for four years. Um, 
And it was like spending so much time trying to do like the nutrition supplements lifestyle shit. And then it wasn't until I started doing energy healing that I was like, oh, wait, this is more important. Mm -hmm. And then it shifted my practice. And the way like, so I like you frame it with the masculine, feminine, that kind of stuff. And for me, it was more of like, we just need to stimulate your sacral chakra. Like, and that was what it was for everyone. And so I just was getting insane. Like all my clients, like the way... I would help them get their periods back is literally just getting them to like have sex again or masturbate. Mm-hmm. Like it was literally, so it's just like, you know, like a different way in, but it's really the same yeah. thing. Right. Um, Hardly. but it was crazy to me. The same thing. It's like women who didn't have their periods for six, seven, eight years. And it's like, they've also haven't like been sexually active. Right. And yeah. it's like super not in their feminine and just like, they're like a, afraid of their vaginas and then they have sex or they even, I had one, I had one, I had one friend who her period was missing for six years. She made out with a guy for the first time in like three years and she got her period that night. And (laughs) that is amazing. I know. Right. It was insane. And like, and then I posted a, I did a podcast about it a while back. I'm like, you need to like be sexually active or just make out someone. I don't know, like get out there. And so many women were like, you need all the hormones. You need the dopamine, oxytocin, the serotonin. You need them. Yes, exactly. And it was just like, so many women were like, holy shit, I did that. And I got my period back and I'm like a medical mystery. And I'm like, here we go. So it's, it's super, super interesting. Um, and so overlooked. And I I really want to dive into all that, but first I want to get through like some of the easy stuff in terms of like nutrition and supplements and like, that that kind of stuff um yeah. so i'm curious your philosophy with like nutrition for getting the period back and also like top supplements because this is like highly debated um so i'd love okay. for you to kind of rant about this okay so my thing is if it comes from the earth eat it if it doesn't generally don't also mm-hmm. if you're going to eat something that's like doesn't come from the earth do it like as a central eating practice do it as a way to connect do it as like a soulful, like, this is going to fill me up. Not, I need comfort food. I'm going to eat this whilst watching the OC. And you know what? Sometimes it is a vibe, but still be mindful about it, right? If you're (laughs) doing it because it's going to fulfill you in another way, different story. But again, you don't need to be eating like a Krispy Kreme for that. Could you find a healthier alternative? Mm -hmm. Um, And I still want, and I'm, and I'm big on like life needs to be lived. If you're on holidays in Italy, eat all the fucking carbs, eat all the fucking pasta, eat all the fucking gelato because life needs to be lived. And how can you support your body to like combat a fuck ton of carbs, for example, when you're not used to them or a pile of sugar and dairy if you're not used to them. So, and that's kind of my philosophy with food. I eat all real food. I don't do, I mean, I'm allergic to gluten, so I can't do gluten anyway. Um, I wish I could, but I'm traveling, but I can't. So I don't do dairy and I don't do sugar. Um, I don't even do like maple syrup or anything like that. I eat fruit in summer but I eat fruit as like essential eating practice. I don't eat it as a meal, that kind of stuff. I use it as like, um, like an, like a decorative enjoyment kind of thing. Not like, Oh, I need a piece of fruit after dinner or I need fruit salad after dinner because I'm addicted to sugar because that's just a sugar craving. Anyway, then with supplements, I'm like for my clients and whatnot, supplements are not something that you should be on for your whole life in my opinion, and based on science, besides magnesium, because mm-hmm. our soil is so magnesium depleted. But again, I don't take magnesium every day. I'll take it like a couple times a week or when like I feel like my muscles are really sore and I need it or when I'm sweating a lot, I'll do it then. Otherwise, I don't take it like fucking Nazi every day because like who the fuck remembers anyway? Not me. Uh, supplements as well, I'm like, they need to often boost you. So if you've been on antibiotics or if you've been under a fuck ton of stress, 
have more supplements or if your nutrient um, stores are really low, then let's put you on like a protocol to boost all of your nutrient stores. But once you're there, if you're eating real food, you should be able to maintain it. And then if you're going through a stressful period, cool, support your body when it needs support. So right now, with all this corona shit happening, my body needs more support than usual. So I'm taking my supplements, but I wouldn't do so if I was like lying on a beach in the Bahamas because my body's like fucking chilled out. So it's also just like kind of knowing, does my body need more support or does it not need more support? So that's kind of what I do. And also with like, with food, it's like, most people don't eat enough veggies. I'm like, you're like, you need to eat more fucking veggies. Like you should be having giant ass bowls of them for dinner. Um, so I also make sure people are eating like a ton of veggies, um, and that kind of stuff that kind of answers that. Yeah, definitely. I'm, I'm curious. Um, this just popped into my head. Like if you have a perspective on like how the way we eat corresponds to like the feminine and masculine energy. Like when you said that the first thing that popped in my head is like, Oh, she doesn't like the carnivore diet. Right. Like, um, oh, okay. Good. do you see what, where I'm going with that? Like how yeah. the way we, eat, how does that support, um, different types of energy? Okay. So I'm not like psycho about feminine and masculine energy thing. What mm-hmm. I will say is like the way that you eat something and your intention behind it mm-hmm. is going to affect the way, I mean, um, this is like science, it's gonna, the placebo effect, it's going to affect the way that your body digests it. Mm-hmm. So even if you sat down to a bowl of veggies and you're like, fuck this, I hate my life. Like the veggies aren't going to do what they need to do. Mm-hmm. So I, whether, whether you're, I mean, I eat fucking meat. Like, I mean, I'm like ripping chicken off the bone, like love that stuff. Um, but like, are we eating it from a place of pleasure or are we eating it to stuff down feelings? Are we eating mm. it because of some other reason? Um, and like from, in terms of like eating in your feminine energy, it's like eating for pleasure, eating for nourishment, eating for like, um, for taste, for flavor, because that brings your body pleasure and the feminine's all about pleasure. So you could be mm. fucking, I mean, I love a steak, love some good chicken drumettes, like that kind of stuff, some good chicken wings. You can be eating all of those kind of things, but like really feeling into pleasure and like getting all the juiciness of the chicken, licking your fingers and making it kind of like slower and more sensual rather than like gnawing on it like a dog. Does that make sense? Yeah, it makes, it totally makes sense. Yeah, I know that that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Um, okay, yeah. cool. Well, and then yeah. back to the supplements for women who yeah. are missing their periods, are there any particular supplements you, you recommend trying or that you've seen people get yeah. good results with? Um, man, I to be really honest, the thing that's gotten me the most blown away results would be with getting their period back has mm-hmm. always been the energy stuff. I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure literally nearly every client, I would say it's actually been the energy stuff and like, yes, eat healthier, make sure you're eating plenty of fats because that's how you create hormones. You need cortisol, not cortisol. You need cholesterol. Um, you don't need cortisol. You want lower cortisol. Um, and like, make sure you're eating carbs um, like healthy carbs, like sweet potato and stuff. And a lot of my clients, they benefit of eating. If they're on like low carb or they've been low carb or they've been keto, they can do it the wrong way. Like with mm. keto, with low carb, women can't do that shit for a long amount of time. You've got, you cannot do it like a man. You have to cycle in and out or they're over-exercising. They're doing too much hit. And like, you can mm-hmm. only do hit in your follicular phase and ovulation. You cannot do it in the second half of your cycle. Um, like that can be affecting whether their period's coming or going. But in terms of like, if a client falls their period for three years, I always say, I'm like, okay, well, I'm pretty sure you're eating healthy. And they're like, yeah, obviously it's the fucking first port of call, right? Like Google that shit and it's like, eat better diet or whatever. Although one of my clients Googled what helps PMS and sugar came up. Like, what the fuck? Anyway, 
anyway, just Google beats me. So, um, obviously most people that come to me, they've tried everything first mm. and then that's where the feminine, the masculine, and, and not even just the feminine, the masculine, it's like healing that trauma. Because if you're, if your nervous system is like trauma, 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 not feeling safe, scared about things, scared about being a woman from shit when you were a kid, whether it's, it, it doesn't matter if you grew up in an abusive household or if dad told you no once, we all have fucking childhood trauma. Mm-hmm. And that can be affecting your period and your cycle. It can be affecting your PMS, your bloating, like all that kind of stuff. I mean, I've had clients where it's caused their chronic fatigue, yeah. their chronic fatigue or their adrenal fatigue wasn't caused by work. It was caused by trauma they were holding on to. So um, in terms of supplements, though, generally um, it would be like the classic ones of like zinc, magnesium, making sure they're having enough B vitamins, um, healthy fats, carbs, um, I've said zinc, uh, like vitamin D from the sun though. Um, I'm always making sure they're having those ones, like the, <laughs> the classic ones. And especially if they're, if they've been vegan or vegetarian, like zinc B vitamins, obviously really important. Um, but then for most women, it's actually the supplements to help their PMS, to flush out the estrogen, mm. to get their periods to like a beautiful state where like you have your period and your life isn't ending or you're having your period, but like no one would know because you're not bloated all the time. You're not grumpy. And that's what we're all kind of getting to. And for that, for that magnesium, obviously and all the crucifixious vegetables. Um, but you know, ATP science. Mm-hmm. Okay. So they're like alpha Venus. Mm. Amazing. Alpha Venus are flushing out estrogen. Vitex is really good as well. It's, it's also called chaserberry. It's not a supplement. It's a, it's a herb. That's really good for like PMS, but it's not going to fix your PMS. It will just help support you during like your cycle. But you need to take that not just when you're PMSing like all the time. And a little side note with that, only take it for three months. Then you need to like come off it for a month and then go back on. And this can be really helpful for flushing out estrogen. And then also their gut right is so good for balancing like your gut microbiome. I really recommend the gut right. Um, And that would be for people that have like bad PMS, heavy periods, painful periods, blood clots all that kind of stuff is what I recommend. Okay. Love that. So, I mean, and as you're talking, I mean, for me, like it's always the same woman who comes to me and it's like, she's eating a squeaky clean diet. She's been like low carb keto paleo for like five years. She's, she's very thin, right? She could could probably put on some weight and she's super in her masculine energy. She's very go, go, go. And like, she's doing the hit workout. She's lifting weights. Um, and you know, with that, with that woman, who realizes, okay, I need to kind of like shift my energy here. Where do you recommend yeah. she starts? I, I, so my thing always is like, if your nervous system is jacked, you are not going to be able to get into your feminine. Mm-hmm. And like no amount of dancing is going to get you into your feminine. If you haven't like fixed the beliefs that you've got that have actually mm-hmm. stopped you from being a feminine. Cause like you're born, if you're born as a woman with a feminine core and 90% of women have a feminine core, if you're born with a woman with a feminine core, deep fucking down, you want to be feminine. And then all these layers and all these shells of the onion have been built around you of like beliefs, thoughts, ideologies, all these things of like basically why that's bad. And so you actually need to get rid of them. And then you don't have to try to be in your feminine. You don't have to do anything to be in your feminine. You will just be in your feminine because you've let go of the things that have put you in your masculine. Mm. And for anyone that's like, how do I know I have a feminine core? If like deep down, really honest with yourself, like put your ego aside if you just want to be like taken and loved and wrapped in a man's arms, that's like the best feeling for you. You have a feminine core and that's that feminine, just like to be taken and to be looked after and to be loved. Um, 
And as much as like a lot of us wouldn't want to admit that, deep down, it's like, oh yeah, that's the fucking best. I just want Mm -hmm. to be cuddled. So that's like the feminine core. And yeah, it's like getting rid of all of the shit uh, that that you are carrying as to why you need to be in your masculine because then being in your feminine becomes like a piece of fucking cake. If you feel like you have tried literally everything to clear your acne and it still is not going away, that's exactly why I teamed up with the founders of ClearStem Skincare, Kaylee Clark and Danielle Gronich, to bring you our Ditch Your Acne course. I struggled for years with acne and it took a huge toll on my self-confidence. And I know what it's like to try literally every product out there, every treatment, every supplement, every diet and feel like you still are not getting results. It is so, so frustrating. And that's why we have created this course to give you answers and allow you to take your power back into your own hands and clear your skin for good. If you already live a really healthy lifestyle and you take all the right supplements and you eat a super clean diet, then sometimes it can feel even more frustrating. And that's why I'm so excited about this course because you're going to finally get answers. In our Ditch Your Acne course, we cover what acne really is and its five main causes. And you might not realize how all five of these causes could be contributing to your breakouts. We also discuss products, all of the products that lead to breakouts, which includes a lot of these non-toxic products that many of you might be using and why those could actually trigger even more acne and what the perfect skincare regimen actually looks like. We also dive deep into all things nutrition. We talk about the different macronutrients and how those affect our skin health, specific acne triggering foods, including healthy foods, and exactly what to eat to clear up your skin. We also dive into all of the supplements that could be breaking you out, as well as the ones that help to clear your acne. And this module blows people's minds because a lot of the supplements that many of us take to maintain our health that everyone recommends could be breaking you out. We also dive deep into gut health and how to support your microbiome, how the gut affects the skin, and also addressing any underlying gut issues that could be contributing to your breakouts. And we dive deep into hormones and how they affect your skin. You've probably heard or even said, oh, it's just hormonal acne. That might not just be the case. There's a lot, lot to this. And we even talk about scarring, how to get rid of scarring, reducing inflammation, and all of the alternative therapies that can help your skin and the ones that do not work. You also get a bonus Q&A with the acne guru herself, Danielle Gronich. So if you're ready to clear your skin for good, you are done with the breakouts and you just want to get to the root cause and take a truly holistic approach, this course is for you. You can check it out by going to bit.ly slash ditch your acne. That's bit.ly slash ditch your acne. And you can use the code wellness realness for 15% off. Again, that's bit B-I-T dot L-Y slash ditch your acne. And the code wellness realness will get you 15% off. This is the answer if you are ready to clear your skin for good at the root cause level. And as you go through the modules, snap a picture and tag me on Instagram so I can see what you're learning and which knowledge bombs are blowing your mind. So I'm curious, like for you, when you started doing this work, like you said, you you had that ski accident and you were kind of just like forced, those like the universe being like getting your goddamn feminine. Um, So what was that process like for you? And like, what did you uncover? Okay. So 
I mean, the process started before my ski accident. So it was a lot of like, so the guy that I was with, he was super into feminine masculine. So he Mm -hmm. brought to my attention that I was a cold bitch, according to him. And so I was very cold. So now Mm -hmm. when I tell people that, they're like, oh my God, you're one of the warmest people I know. Mm -hmm. I was like the ice queen. Mm -hmm. I looked the same. So this is about energy, not a look thing. Mm -hmm. Um, But I was cold. My heart was closed. I always tried to play the cool girl. Like I didn't care. I'd be avoidant in relationships. I wouldn't be vulnerable. I wouldn't share how I was feeling. I'd make him chase me all the time because I was like, I don't give a fuck. Like I was so trying to be this like cool girl that society puts on you is how you need to be successful, go get up, hustle. The harder I work, the better I am. That was my mentality. The more I'm burnt out, the less I can see my friends. That is the image of success. And so if I am, you know, working at midnight on a Wednesday, I'm successful. But if I'm going to, if I'm chilling out at 4pm with friends on a Wednesday, I'm lazy. That was my mentality. So for me, actually, what it was, was um, a lot of realizing that like, so I grew up in an idealistic household. Mom and dad are still together, grew up in New York, we moved to Australia good house, went to a private school. So from the outside, you would think no trauma. And I didn't think I had any trauma, right? Um, And then this is where I realized, oh, like everybody has trauma. And in the beginning, I used to think like, oh, like who am I to do this? Because I don't have like a victim story to basically like, you know how a lot of like Oprah, Tony Robbins, it's like they came from nothing. Mm -hmm. So I felt like I wasn't worth anything because I didn't come from nothing, if that makes sense. And a Mm -hmm. lot of people feel that or a lot of people are like, I grew up in a good household. I don't have any trauma. And it kind of made me realize like, actually I have an example that I did grow up in a good household and I still had a fuck ton of trauma anyway. Mm-hmm. I had trauma around men. I had trauma around being a woman, that feelings were weak, that the feminine was weak, that being a woman was weak, that like you basically want to be a man. Like basically it was be a man and live in a man's world. And the undercover the un- things that I un- that I uncovered when I started to like dive into my journey of personal development, which actually just the main thing that really changed me was I went to like a three day, um, like immersion thing. I would say where I just did like a fuck ton of release work, and that's also influenced why with my work, it's not just like oh let's journal, it's like let's get fucking dirty, let's get messy, let's get into it because that's what I needed. Um, and through all of like different processes, I came to face the fact that basically like I was a daddy's little girl and I put my dad on a pedestal and all they wanted to do was please my dad. So mm-hmm. anything that mom did was bad. Anything that dad did was good. So being emotional, my mom's a cancer, being emotional, being, being warm, being like, like loving her kids, ugh, weak, working all the time, traveling all the time, not coming home at night, being late in the office that's cool. Mm. So that's kind of what I uncovered. And then I went through like tons of processes to like clear anger around men, like do a lot of forgiveness work for myself. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, what else? I don't even know. Just like so much. And, and it continues to unravel, right? Like it's never, it's never in any process. And that, mm-hmm. yeah, like, so I've kind of been on that journey. It took me, like I, I went deep fast. So I would say that it took me a solid six months to get to like a very feminine place. And now it's just been like, I continue to discover I'm continuing to get into my feminine just because like I take myself there. Um, and like you just develop and as I teach it, I develop more and more. So that was kind of my thing. And yeah, basically it was like so much wounding from dad, so much wounding from society 
and a lot around like success and um that's yeah I basically need to just like work really hard and burn myself out and then I'm going to be successful so I did all of that stuff and then again it was like I didn't have to do anything to be in my feminine I just Mm. released and then I'm now in my feminine and obviously I do things to keep myself in my feminine of course but it's like a very natural state of being now yeah no I love that you said that and also that about how it keeps unraveling because I think so many people view healing or shifting energy as this thing of like okay when I do this I'll get there and it's like it's not like that it's like the whole part is a process it's like always the journey always the process and it keeps going um and people and that's very masculine right to feel like okay where's the goal where do I hit the goal I know know. (laughs) the thing is we're always up leveling and every time you up level a new thing and it could be the same fear or the Mm -hmm. same belief but it will come up in like a new way because you're a new version of yourself. Mm-hmm. And like for a lot of people in Corona, like I've had daddy wounds that I healed two and a half, three years ago come up, but in a completely new way. And it's mm-hmm. like, cool, I've got another opportunity to integrate and to heal mm-hmm. a next time dead. No, it's not fun. But then once you heal it, it's like, thank God that one's fucking done. And then mm-hmm. you can keep going. No, yeah, definitely. And I, I mean, I very much relate to all this and I'm curious um, how that, how that played out. Like, you know, those wounds and like that masculine energy in terms of romantic relationships and relationships with other women as you're growing up. Okay. So as I, so, oh my gosh, so I did this big, like IGTV on sisterhood wounding, which everyone can listen to basically started my business. Like I had a lot of bitchiness from girls from my second, my third school, which was my school in Melbourne. Um, it was just jealousy, right? Like I left I, I, after school, I didn't go straight to uni with everybody. I went to gap year for a year, did my own thing. And then I moved to Sydney and they're all in Melbourne. So it was just jealousy. And it's happened to other friends where it's like, if you're the first one to like move out and leave and start your life, it's just jealousy that feeds it. And then I started my own business and blah, blah, blah. So I had a lot of backlash. And I was kind of like blocked and laid them all. I was like, whatever, I don't really care. But I've known for ages but that, that behind the scenes, they all follow me. They don't follow me. They watch me on Instagram. They, I know it's very obvious to me. They'll put me in their chats. Like I see them watch my Instagram story, but like they don't follow me. I'm like, you guys think I'm an idiot, but like I'm fucking not. And then the other day, about like maybe two weeks ago now, um, one of, I did this, I did a podcast episode on um, like stop expecting free shit because I was listening, I was looking through some of my reviews on my podcast and someone said, you know, you've changed my life, blah, 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 but I don't like it when you promote your services. Like it disrupts me. And I'm like, you fucking right. <laughs> so I went on this like big Monica tangent of just like, if stop expecting free shit, basically mm-hmm. don't ask for free advice in my DMs. Like if you like, you've got a hundred and something episodes on my podcast, go mm-hmm. there. Don't think that you can get free shit anyway. And somebody from my school, her mum accidentally replied to one of my stories thinking she was sending it to somebody else or thinking that she was replying to somebody that can get like all mixed up Mm -hmm. saying, is she on drugs? And I was like, yeah, actually I am on drugs. Like the drug of self value. And it was, (laughs) it was a girl from school, her mom. So like a 60 year old woman, like basically someone that's like her daughter's age. Anyway, terrible. But I just used this content. I was like, it's great. So did Instagram live and I went down so fucking well. So sisterhood wounding, put it this way. I've had, I've got some, I've got beautiful soul sisters now. I've got some great friends from my school in Sydney that they are not into this world by any means, but they fucking respect the hell out of me for it. 
they never judge me and they I mean I think it's also because they kind of knew me growing up so they know me for me mm-hmm. um love them to bits and um got my soul sisters now that are like new met them all through like Instagram and the internet so thank you to the internet um I would say that how it's changed is like definitely less competition between mm-hmm. women um the, the main thing of how it's changed in both romantic relationships and friendships is like there's a deeper level of trust because I trust my intuition. Mm-hmm. There's a level of trust, a, d- a deeper level of openness and vulnerability. Like with my friends, I'm not afraid to be like, hey, I'm actually feeling really shit. Can I phone you? Mm-hmm. And whereas old me would never have admitted to feeling shit or being having a bad day or it was like, no, always you're always fine. You're always fine. Like suck it up. Um, and the new me is like, I'm actually crap. Like even on the beginning of the call, it's like, how are you? It's like, yeah, we're both actually feeling like poop. So mm-hmm. that's that. Um, so I think the vulnerability and then the intimate relationships like completely transformed. Mm. Like, I mean, it's black and white, chalk and cheese. Like it's completely transformed. I would say the biggest thing that I noticed because I got into a relationship like straight after I did a giant chunk of my healing was like the ability to make a move and not just be in my head like fucking like, and this is someone that like we're already together and I still would not make a move if I want to kiss them. I would still mm-hmm. wait for them to come to me. And I, rem- I remember the night when like I was with my boyfriend at the time and like he was just like really tired and wasn't making a move or anything. And um, he made me dinner and I came out of the bathroom and I just like sat on his lap and just started making out with him. And like I was blown away by my- like, at myself. I was like, wow. The me three weeks ago would never have fucking done that. I would have just sucked it up and held onto resentment mm-hmm. the whole night. Um, and like, it's not like they say no, they're like, fuck yeah. Like they love it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would say the ability to like be open and vulnerable in that regards. Um, I'm really, really good with communication now. I'm not afraid to like communicate and not from like a bitchy dogmatic, fuck you emasculation. Like that was a big thing. I used to like, emasculate the fuck out of men. Um, mm-hmm. And it was, I was coming from a wounded place because I thought that if I emasculated, I would get what I want. Like, mm-hmm. why well, do you never fucking do this? Because I want you, like, I want you to do this. So if I tell you, why do you fucking never do it? Then maybe you'll do it. And it's like, that doesn't make someone want to do anything. So I stopped emasculating was a really big thing. So now when I'm having conversations or in my relationship, when I want to share something, it's like, Hey, I want to share this. I hope that you're under- I hope that you can understand where I'm coming from. And it's like an open conversation and it's soft and it's curious and it's warm. It's mm. not like you're being a dick, like you're an asshole, fuck you, which mm-hmm. would have been like the old me where it's just like berate them, tear them down, rip the balls off. So I would say that. And then like sex, like the biggest thing is sex, like my ability to surrender and to receive. Oh, and just like receiving in general in fucking everything. Receive, receive, receive. The ability to just like let go in every area of life and surrender has been like, it's, I mean, it allows your nervous system to be calm most of the time because you're relaxed and like you're letting go. And I would just say that overall, I'm more warm. I'm more cuddly. I'm more, I'm, I'm not afraid to be intimate with somebody like physically and emotionally. And like that changes the whole dynamic of a relationship. Mm -hmm. Like Mm -hmm. it makes it, it makes it a beautiful relationship. Um, not like a toxic relationship where you're just screaming at each other all the fucking time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think you're yeah. the perfect example of, you know, I think a lot of women view like getting into their feminine as like being submissive all the time. And it's like, 
it's not, it's not that right. Like you still have, you have a very strong personality, right. And like, you're not afraid to be yourself and you're just like, this is who I am. Fuck you. If you don't like it, like whatever, I don't care. Um, I'm like, fuck you. You don't like it. Yeah. Right. So it's like, yeah, like you don't. And I think that's why women like feel it's such a black or white thing. And it's like, no, we all have masculine Mm -hmm. and feminine and like being in your feminine doesn't mean that you have to like just let everyone walk all over yeah. you. That's not what it's about. I say, no, I say like there's different flavors of the feminine. Mm. So you could have like a fairy feminine. I'm a very sassy, fiery feminine. But then people also say I'm a marshmallow where I'm like very feisty. But then like around certain people, I'm like very like mm-hmm. warm and fuzzy. And like, again, in different phases of my cycle, depending mm. on the fucking weather, depending on the mood, depending on my stress levels, it's going to change how I'm showing up. And like, that's, we have like a million and one different personalities as women. And like, we need to learn to embrace them. Mm-hmm. We are not the same woman every day or every hour of the day. We've got all these different versions of us and that's like totally welcome. Um, and it's so like, I'm very fiery feminine. And yeah, the fe- like feminine does not mean that you're floaty, that you're some fucking floaty fairy that gets nothing done. And there's a difference between like submissive from like a from like a toxic like wounded place I would say compared to like I'm choosing to be submissive because I fucking love when a man takes the lead mm-hmm. like that's different. you know what I mean like I'll be submissive but I'm mm-hmm. like consciously being submissive where the only way that I can be submissive is because I know that I have strong boundaries and I'm not afraid to actually draw those boundaries a lot of women are afraid to draw boundaries. And if you are afraid of drawing boundaries, there's no way in hell that you'll be able to surrender into the feminine because you'll be worried about being walked all over. Mm-hmm. But when you have strong boundaries, it's like, I'm choosing to be submissive. I'm choosing to surrender because I also know that if you cross the boundary, I'd fucking say something and I'd stand up for myself. It's that, that actually gives you that feeling of safety within your own body. And mm-hmm. with that, you can surrender. If you don't have that, then you'll be afraid of being taken advantage of. But I don't have that fear because like no one fucks with Monica. <laughs> I love it. Have you always been? Have you always been good at drawing boundaries? Uh, oh, I would say I've always been good at um, being feisty mm. and being very fiery, and I've always been confident. The old me drew boundaries in like a bitchy way. The mm. new me draws boundaries in like a soft but graceful and like warm way. Mm. Okay, yeah. yeah. I, I, the boundary thing is so difficult for a lot of people. Um, I've never really had issues. I think there's particular people that what I have. What do you think? I'm an eight. I'm an eight. There we go. That's there we go. Okay. I'm, a, I'm an oh eight. Like, yeah, I'm an eight Aries. Aries Gemini. Oh, I'm an eight Sag. So there you go. <laughs> okay. Rising Gemini, yeah. Moon and Sun in Sag, and I'm an eight Enneagram. And there's like a mm. lot of fire in me. Yeah, I love it. No, yeah, I love it. Oh my god, this is, no, like my chart is like all fire. So there we go. Um, I, <laughs> I, I want to talk about this in terms of money too, because this is so important in business. And like, um, I think a lot of the women who like I work with for business coaching, they like they don't expect all of the energy work. Um, and I would love for you to share more about how, uh, like kind of like the feminine aspect of business and how this has changed your, your work. Oh my God. This has been like the fucking biggest thing. So I realized, like, I actually remember the moment I was like walking home from Bondi Junction in Sydney one day. And I realized like the reason why people are struggling in their business is because like they're so out of alignment and mm-hmm. they haven't done like the inner work. And they're like not, they don't feel safe within their own body. They don't feel safe within their own themselves. Like they don't have that confidence within them separate to their business. Mm -hmm. So then I created like a whole program about it because I'm like such a big fucking thing. It's like, there is no point 
in you trying to run a business if you have no feminine energy, if you don't know how to relax, if you don't know how to, re- if you don't know how to fucking receive, if you've uh-huh. got a terrible relationship with money, like if you have a bad relationship with money, why the fuck would you get money? Like, why would you receive it? Why would you feel comfortable asking for it? You fucking wouldn't. Uh-huh. And like money has, is the same as like the energy of money is the same as the energy of sex. Uh, the, um, the energy of money is the same as sexual energy, same uh-huh. frequency. Sorry, it sits in the same spot in your body. So like if you've got a bad relationship with sex and your feminine energy and your period, it's going to be the same thing with money. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm like really big on that. And what I would say with like the feminine stuff is like the main thing with running a business is like you do need to have strategy. You do need to have like a masculine container mm-hmm. to run a feminine business. And that's the key thing. A masculine container allows you to run a very feminine business. So I think what people think is like they think that like if I'm going to run a feminine business, it's just going to like go nowhere. I'm just going to be like floating around and doing nothing. And, and it's like, uh, no, because that would actually exhaust you more because you'd get stressed out when like shit hit the fan. But mm-hmm. by having like, by thinking of it, like, you know, you think of it like a cup with water in it, the, the actual cup is like the masculine structure. And in order for the, the water to float around in the cup, it needs the masculine structure. So by setting your business up in a way where there is that masculine container, it will actually allow you to feel safe to be really no feminine. So I have that masculine container, but I, you know, I don't overwork myself. I don't hustle. I'm not, I don't work to the point of burnout and I've structured my business in a way. And I, and I have, I've worked on all my energy where literally by me showing up on Instagram, by me being a good vibe, by me doing my practices, by me being an integrity and being an embodiment of what I teach, I make money easily. And yes, it's taken time to get to that place, but it didn't take long as soon as I fucking did this work and realized, oh, running a business from a feminine is so fucking easy. Like it really is. Mm-hmm. It's so easy to sell. It's so easy to be magnetic. It's so easy to be alluring. It's so easy to create because you're just creating like straight from your heart. You're not like trying to please people in your creation. You're just like letting it all flow. And as a result of like, the programs that you create, the offers that you create are fucking amazing rather than like you making it all from your head. Also how exhausting. But the main thing as well is like it then it correlates to your relationship in your life. Like it, mm-hmm. by running a business in your feminine, it means that you say yes to your friends, that you still have amazing sex, that your relationships don't burn. And by having that life aspect also thriving, then your business also thrives because it's like a circle. Like if your relationship is fucking struggling, your business will struggle and vice versa. So like, I mean, I can't, I can go on forever about like the feminine stuff with business, but um, also like with money, there's a lot of like worthiness around it. Like, am I worthy of this money? Like a fear of holding money. Um, and a lot of women, it's like a fear we, we can't receive. And if you can't receive, you can't hold, like, can you hold love? Can you hold yourself? Can you receive other people's energy? If not, you're not going to be able to receive money. Um, if you don't feel worthy of pleasure, if you don't feel worthy of like amazing sex, or if you don't know how to have amazing sex or how to feel in your body, again, how are you going to be able to do that in your business? How are you going to feel worthy of success in your business? Like, it's just all like on the same fucking thing, basically. Mm-hmm. If you've got a shit life, you're going to have a shit business. It's, it's the main thing. Or it's going to be a hard business. You're going to be hustling kind of thing. So, yeah. Um, yeah. And the money and the feminine stuff legit go, the money and the sex stuff even more so go hand in hand, like without a fucking doubt. Yeah, no, 100%. And I think it's it's such a mind fuck for people because like we live in this society that glorifies hustle. Um, and it's really hard, like when people, it's, it's difficult for people to actually trust that process. Like, Oh, I can like be more flow and more is going to come in. It's like, it goes against everything they've been taught. Um, 
Yeah. So there's but some like, major. So many women just like fuck the masculine way of doing business. I am over it. Like, mm. give me something easier. I think a mm-hmm. lot of people have gotten to that stage now, and like, I just want to say to anyone listening, I get it. It was mm-hmm. so bizarre to me. It took me actually, like, I had to go to see a brain doctor because after my ski accident, I was having like phantom pain, mm-hmm. and um. I went to go to see this brain doctor basically and my credit card declined. He was the dumbest fucking doctor I've ever met in my life. And it was $600. And um, my credit card kept declining. And I said, I put it on my business card and I had this like breakdown of just like, and I was hustling at this point and I wasn't making very much money doing it. And then I remember getting back to my apartment. I just sat on the veranda and I was just like, fuck this. I'm over it. And just like in that moment, just like let go and surrendered. And then from that moment on, everything became so easy because I was like, fuck it. I don't even give a shit anymore. Like I just let go. I stopped having so much attachment to that hustle and that like this goal that I was putting so much pressure on myself about. And I understand that people are like, how, like it doesn't make any sense. You can make more money and you can have more success and there be more flow. And even like with my boyfriend, it can be like the exact same thing of like him not understanding like, oh, what do you do today? Like, how's the tan going? I'm like, yeah, it's great. Like what time do you start work? Oh, like midday. Like, like it's to him, it's, it's very out of the blue. And that's where it's just like, you've got to be able to trust yourself. Mm-hmm. And what we're saying is we're not saying that you um, are being a fraud. What we're not, we're not saying it. We're not saying that you're like doing anything that's wrong. It's a different way of doing business. Mm-hmm. And I also think that a lot for a lot of men, if they did business like this, they'd get so fucking bored. They need drive. They need passion. They need purpose. They need hard work. It's, mm. it's wired into them, but it's not wired into us, like not into a feminine being. Um, like we need the relaxation. We need flow because we, I mean, I'm sure you can agree to it. When you're relaxed, you show up way better than when you're stressed. Yep. Absolutely. And you, and you don't have resentment for your job. You're <laughs> like, I fucking love this. And then you make more money and it's easier to sell. So I understand if people feel like, how is it fucking possible? I so get it. Cause that was me. But like, trust me when I say it's fucking possible. And like, I got the clients to prove it. And they're all like, some of them are ex-corporate mm-hmm. and they're like, no, nah, this is not going to work. And then it works. And not only does their business thrive, but their relationship thrives as a result because they learn to fucking relax. Yeah. Like, <laughs> no, seriously. It it changes everything. And I've, I had the same experience, but it's like, and then you, you experience it and you're like, holy shit, like, there we go. And then whenever I now try and do something in business that feels from a very masculine energy, like yeah. it just doesn't even work anymore. Right. And yeah. it's like something that I feel like you have to experience to really fully, fully believe. Um, yeah. And I would love for you, like, cause I think, you know, we both talk to a lot of women who are very like stuck in their masculine and they, they know they want to get more into their feminine. Are there any, I mean, there's a lot of deep work that goes into it. Right. And it's this process, but like, are there any particular processes or steps or things that you recommend women do to just start trying to get more in touch with it? The ones that, so what I could say over a podcast, like I don't want someone to go and do some trauma release thing and then getting locked. I'm very careful about yeah. what I say, which I'm sure you can appreciate. What the main thing I would say is like, you need to start to figure out what your subconscious is saying. And you can just notice it when it comes up around like feminine energy. You might even notice that during this, you're like, this is a shit conversation or this is gross. Or, like, I don't want to listen to this or like, oh no, feminine. Like, mm-hmm. do you know what I mean? Or maybe even, even like you were like, I don't want to click on this episode or like, this could be weird or you might find my page on Instagram triggering like mm-hmm. other things I talk about that. It's like, great. That triggering stuff is perfect. What is it about the post or about what I'm talking about that is triggering you? 
Mm-hmm. And that's like, that there'll be wounds behind that. It's going to be the subconscious beliefs. And just simply by starting to notice them and realizing like, it's just a thought and it's not the truth would be a really good place to start around like getting rid of this, these like masculine beliefs and getting just like starting to like shift a little bit of the way that you do your life basically. And mm-hmm. also like resetting your nervous system, like take more time to be like the simple act of like pouring yourself a drink and sitting on the sofa like at the end of the day for five minutes and just staring out the window as opposed to watching TV or phoning a friend or scrolling Instagram, like just sit and be, put some music on if you want to, or don't even, and just Mm -hmm. sit and be for five minutes. That is like one of my favorite things to do now of just like get a cup of tea or pour a drink and just sit on the sofa and actually fucking enjoy it and just Mm -hmm. sit and be and don't talk, just be. It's beautiful. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure people listening are no, people listening are probably like, I can't fucking do that. I get bored. And it's well, like... Okay, so today I went to my favorite like sexy Italian supermarket and I bought myself a bunch of peonies because like, why the fuck not? Mm-hmm. And then um, I bought like a, a punnet of strawberries and I went and sat in Battersea Park by myself because I was like, Monica needs me time. Mm-hmm. Sat by myself in the park with the sun on my skin and mm-hmm. just ate some of the strawberries and just sat there and mm-hmm. enjoyed that. And for a lot of people, they'd be like, how the fuck? do you do that? How do you even sit in a cafe alone? And like, that's really important because like, okay, what to, according to your brain, what would happen mm-hmm. if you were sitting alone? Like if you did that by yourself, what, what are people going to think? What's going to happen to you? Because like, you got to remember that like your brain isn't trying to get you, like your brain isn't trying to fuck you up. It's trying to keep you safe. And these mm-hmm. beliefs that you've got are like telling you it's not safe to do that or like don't do this or whatever. And that's why it's keeping you stuck in your current reality. Mm -hmm. So you need to help your brain to feel safe to be in like a new reality. So this is much deeper than just like, I'll write some fucking journal prompts, but a really great place to start of figuring out like what are the actual beliefs that you are holding. Mm -hmm. No, I love that. And I just wanted to say, because people ask me all the time about like growing their intuition and getting messages. And I'm like, I mean, if you really want to get a lot of messages and grow your intuition, get into your feminine energy. And so I'm curious if you felt like everything opened up when you started really doing that, this work. Oh, totally. So when I was a kid, I used to always have this this dream and I thought that I was always just like talking to God. I grew up Catholic, not really, Mm -hmm. but like it was was there, but like not very strict. Anyway, it's like, I think in Australia for a lot of people, it's it's very different compared to like America of like a lot of like a strict Catholic, strict Christian kind of thing that happens. Whereas in Australia, I think it's pretty like, oh yeah, I'm Catholic. We go to church on Christmas. Like Mm -hmm. legit, that's for a lot of people. Anyway, so uh, I used to think that I like talked to God and I just thought like I was having a conversation with him and then it died for like ages. And then I woke it up again. And like, uh, last year, actually I woke it up again because I started to see a psychic because I was getting very, very intuitive. And this dream that I used to have when I was little, it started coming back and it was a past life. And it was like, I could remember the whole dream. I told my parents about it and not like they could not figure out what the fuck it was about. And it was a reoccurring dream that I had when I was a kid and it was starting again. And it got really intense to the point where I would have the dream through my third eye walking around with my eyes open. I'd be having it. Real Anyway, saw a psychic and she was like, whoa, you're like very, very gifted. Do you not know this? And I was like, well, I talked to myself, but or like, and I was like, well, I think I've talked to God sometimes. I, used to, I, used, I said to her, I, was, I used to think that I talked to God, but that's kind of it. She's like, you're not talking to God, Monica. Like, you're all like, you are talking to God. And that's what you believe. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, you're actually channeling. Like, mm-hmm. that's you having a conversation with like 
the universe spirit guides, you're getting downloads. Mm -hmm. And then she kind of opened that up for me because I became okay with it. Mm -hmm. And then that whole journey started and I'm like so fucking hella psychic. It's like sometimes like freaks me out. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, it's opened up a lot with being in my feminine. And then I would also say like, it's opened up purely by me practicing and diving deeper into my gifts and and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's interesting. So I feel like you, I had this experience for so long. I like, I thought it was my thoughts and then I realized it was, (laughs) and I was like, Oh shit. Right. And then once you realize the difference then you can figure out which is, which is different. But, um, and for me along for a long time, I really, I wanted to like, I wanted to receive in a different way than I was, right? I was like, you know, and, you know, because when I see things, it's like, I don't see like a human standing in front of me that looks like a real yeah. human. It's more of like, yeah. I see images in my mind's eye or hear things or it's just like knowing, right? And it's it comes in my head, um, yeah. you know, unattached to emotion or whatever. And exactly. I resisted it for so long because I wanted to show up in a certain way. And then you, And then when you start to realize it, like it just opens up. And I think a lot of people have that experience, right? Cause we're all intuitive. Like just yeah. not everybody has opened it. Um, and I think some, a lot of people think that it's just like them thinking and it's actually messages. It's well, yeah. And that's exactly it. It's like, if it's attached to emotion, it's like mm-hmm. e- ego or fear, but mm-hmm. if it's like neutral and like unattached and like that, like there's no, uh, reaction in your body, then that's your intuition. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Love it's it. Crazy so my last question for you is what is your morning and nighttime routine great question the answer is so nighttime don't really have one um and the morning routine I used to have a strict one this is what I say to everybody I've got a morning routine I've got a morning slot but it changes depending on what I feel like I want to do every day because that's being feminine. So mm-hmm. I kind of have like a bunch of things that I could do in the morning. I always exercise no matter what, unless like my body is like hell fucking no. Mm-hmm. Um, but otherwise I always exercise. Even if I'm like, oh, I can't bother it. I'm like, nope, we're fucking doing it. Um, I never push myself like when I'm feeling tired or any, whatever. We all, we all know that. And actually I've got an episode about exercising in the different phases of your cycle. If anybody wants to listen to that. Um, and then it'll either be journaling, reading, phoning a friend because I now live in London because of Corona and my friends are in Australia, majority of them or in America. Um, or it'll be sometimes on the weekend, it'll be like watch an episode of the OC, meditate, dance around, exercise. Like it varies. So most mornings I'll read in journal, but some mornings I get caught up on the phone. So I just phone, like I just mm-hmm. talk to someone on the phone and then I'll exercise. I love having a decaf coffee in the morning with some coconut milk. Um, and I will sit on my sofa and just like breathe in the morning. Like it's a very slow morning. I take about an hour to myself before I exercise and then I exercise for an hour and then I go get dressed and shower and make breakfast and then I kind of start my day. So it's chill. It just yeah. it's flow. It depends what I want in the mornings. And like some like some mornings when I, if I'm holidaying or whatever, I'll, if it's the weekend and I'm with someone, I won't do anything. Like mm-hmm. it's just about kind of doing what I want to do in the morning really. Yeah, no, I mean, I love that because so many other people, like so many people just have this very strict thing that they follow. Um, and I don't have something strict I follow. I mean, I have similar things I do often, yeah. but I'm kind of the same. And I think it gives people permission that you don't have to, you know. Totally. Have well, this- what I found, and it's like a masculine thing, if you've got this set out fucking structure, it'll last for three months. And then one day you're going to go, fuck this, I hate it. 
Yeah. And then what will often happen is you do nothing and you go to the other extreme. Mm-hmm. Whereas by tuning into what you want, like, do I want to pull my tarot cards? When do I want to journal? Mm-hmm. Like by tuning into what you want to do, you're always feeding that pleasure, that feminine energy in your body. So you're mm-hmm. never going to really be waking up in the morning being like, no, nah, fuck the morning routine. I'm over it. Because like, you don't have some strict ass thing that you have to do. It's like, mm-hmm. I want to do. Yes. 100%. And that is the question that everyone, it's like getting people to actually ask themselves, what do I want? Because so, yeah. so many people are just like, I don't even know what I, what I want to do. I'm I don't like, know well, what I want. I know. I can take some time and figure it out. Okay. So, no. Uh, I love that. Amazing. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show. I know everyone's going to want more from you. So, can you just remind my listeners where they can get more from you? Oh, yeah. You can um, go on my Instagram and it's Monica Yates Health. Otherwise, uh, my podcast is called Feminine as Fuck and there's lots on there. Love it. Thank you so much, Monica. It was so much fun chatting with you. Huge thank you to Monica for coming on the podcast. Don't forget to follow her on Instagram at Monica Yates Health. And you can also head to her website, monicayates.com.au. And make sure you listen to her podcast, Feminine as Fuck. If you enjoyed the show, make sure you leave a rating and a review on iTunes. If you feel called to, it really helps me spread the word about the podcast. And if you leave an iTunes rating and review, you can get exclusive access to my secret Instagram page, Wellness Realness Crew. All you have to do is DM your screenshot of your iTunes rating and review to Wellness Realness Crew on Instagram, request to follow. And when I get that DM, I will accept your request and you'll get access to all the behind the scenes content. And don't forget, you can always join our free Facebook group, Wellness Realness Podcast Tribe, if you want to connect with other listeners. That's going to be it for today's show. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you have an incredible rest of your day and I will chat with you again next episode.